from the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios high atop two Turtle Creek. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, joined today once again by a man who always endorses a good farm-to-table meal. He is Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Good day to you, Ryan Trimble. Yes, we definitely had a good farm-to-table meal. We had a Allen Media field trip. Our public affairs team did yesterday. That ended up at one of my favorite spots in town at Bonton Farms. Oh, it was great. So nutrient-dense, so fresh. Uh, I had a delicious fried green tomato sandwich. And uh, the lovely hosts at the counter said, go ahead and throw on some avocado on that. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> and Sean, Sean went crazy. He was, he was doing it for the gram. I did. I did do it for the gram. I had fried catfish. It was supposed to be fried catfish and greens, collard greens, but they said that a big group had come through and wiped out all the collard greens on Saturday, which... Definitely kind of broke my heart. However, I thought you were going to break down. I did. I, I did. I literally broke down at the, <laughs> yes. at the counter. You had to brace yourself. I did. <laughs> but, you know, I, I pivoted to the grits and wonderful choice. It was it was delicious. Everything we had was delicious. I had. And then it was cool because while we were waiting, I went over to the new coffee shop, which I hadn't been to yet, and purchased a couple of desserts that I could not pronounce. Yeah, uh, don't look at me. Yeah, it was like it was like a chocolate chip muffin, <laughs> some sort of muffin scone type uh, creation. But also for appetizers, we had those chips. They were like crunchy kettle chips oh, man, with rosemary so and garlic. Yeah, never had those flavors together. Or, never. or so, I've never I think. even I've never even heard of those yeah, flavors together. Yeah, but it was it was totally <laughs> delicious. We ate what at least a bag and a half. Uh, definitely almost two bags of potato chips. Yeah. before we even got our meal man i mean just a great experience uh you know as always that's a it's a great place to dine it's a cool cool um place i'm gonna take the kids down there check it out i know tabitha's gonna love uh rooting around in the root vegetables you know um the breakfast is amazing there the french toast is great i, I like even right now i'm thinking about hidden pause because we could get there probably about 10 minutes Go down, get some French toast, come Re, back and just restart. Start back. Yeah, but I, I will hold off on that. But Darren Babcock has done an amazing job with Bontown Farms. They've also opened the market there next door, and it is a, a great place to go. Even, uh, you know, he's re helped to revitalize the Bontown area. There's a lot of interest in making sure that 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 neighborhood is going on the uh, going up moving up the needles pointed up there and I think that it is and Darren along with a lot of other hardworking members of the community there are helping to to get the community going yeah it was a great experience it's beautiful I mean the neighborhood's great got a lot of you know there's some there's some habitat homes down there nice uh you know nice clean everybody's uh you know, taking care of the neighborhood. It's it's a great looking great looking uh, area, and literally, you jump on 175 just just south of downtown, and you are there. It's so close yeah. to where we are right now, and you know, I think because of the way our city is built, uh, and a lot of that does have to do with the river, but even how the highways are gridded and things like that, it always feels a lot further than it is to go from one place to the next. But it took us no time to get back after our uh, after our field trip ended at, at that Bonton Farm. So we would 
you know, anyone who has not gone down uh, at one point in time, you really just had the farm to go look at, and uh, which is, is amazing in and of itself. But now that they've got the restaurant, they've got the market, they've got the coffee shop, it really, and, and it's great because a lot of people do take meetings there. And it's yeah. a great place to, to meet someone, meet a client, meet a friend, just meet anybody down yeah, there. Yeah, great place. So I will definitely be back. Heck, I may go this weekend, take the family down there. So, um, we went on another field trip, Sean, uh, to see one of our uh, a supporter and friend of the show, uh, a young woman who was at our first happy hour, which um, it's on me to get our second happy hour scheduled for this spring. But uh, stay tuned on that, listeners. Uh, we'll be back with you on that. Uh, Sean and I went down to Deep Ellum, which is an area of town that's just it's booming. Can I say popping off? It's booming. I yeah. mean, I, I drove by Punchbowl Social, which I really want to go to. I have not yet, but it is a, there is a lot of action in Deep Ellum, and I'm looking forward to making you know under, to to seeing more places. I have not visited yeah. enough new venues, but we did get to to see a cool space when we interviewed Mari Pullman. That's right, uh, Mari Pullman, local artist and muralist uh, she she has such a cool story she is a fellow New Mexican I did not know that uh, I did, did not, you know that when did you find I, it out I learned that recently um so backstory, Mari and I met. She did a mural for the Walmart Tech Center up in uh, Plano. There, there's multiple tech centers. Walmart has one in Plano. Uh, Sam's Club has one in in uh, the West End. And then of course we have the the uh, the cashierless Sam's Club now over on Lower Greenville. And so there, there's a lot of back end tech support going on. But Mari did a really cool uh, mural up at the Tech Center. Had a had a Sam Walton quote. Had a you know a fun Dallas skyline, and she she included the the little uh, King Air plane in her painting that Sam Walton used to fly oh, wow. over, and uh, it, it was a, it was a neat you know kind of Easter egg, but they they've created stickers of this airplane. Uh, the tech center has so I need to get my hands on one uh, I need if, one too um, because yeah. I did get a Mari Pullman sticker but you know I'm collecting stickers <laughs> yeah. for my vinyl collection so yeah. hook me up yeah so so we need to, to get up there and get one but um, so I got to meet Mari there and have seen a lot of her work most uh, people that, that live and work in Dallas have probably seen her work she's painted the steps at, at Mockingbird Station it's a really cool effort uh, the underpass here at Blackburn she did some work for the up Town Association, Uptown Inc. Yeah, the fortune yeah. cookies. Uh, you know, the best days of your life are still ahead of you, are yet to be lived, Sean. And then the lucky numbers, which That's I good. haven't I haven't played yet. Maybe we should look into that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so Mari is just a is a cool uh, you know, a cool gal. And we are so excited to uh, get into the interview with her today. Uh, let's jump into our interview with uh, the great Mari Pullman. Uh, this is Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Stick with us.
2020 is happening, whether we like it or not. We're talking Texas. We're talking politics. We're talking yolitics. A brand new podcast from WFAA. Download it today, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, I'm super fired up today. We are in the studio, the studio studio of a local muralist, a friend of the show. She, of course, is Mari Pullman. Mari, bienvenidos. Thank you very much for having me. So, Mari, you came to our happy hour several years ago, and you and I met because you did a mural for the Walmart Tech Hub up in Plano. But tell us about yourself. Tell us where you're from. I recently learned that we share the home state, the land of enchantment, New Mexico. So tell us about yourself. Man, well, thanks for the intro. Um, Yeah, so I'm Mari Pullman. Uh, I am a local muralist. I've been painting murals professionally for two years now. Um, Before that, I was working in the corporate world. I worked for six years doing accounting. I was an auditor, a CPA. Then I went to technology consulting and did that for three years. So uh, that's that's my background as far as where I come from. You know, my hometown is in New Mexico, in Portales. I grew up on a ranch next to my grandparents, and we had cattle. And my family ran a hardware store in town. So um, my dad got moved to Dallas in 1999 to start a new opportunity with um, technology. So he was also a CPA and had that background. So that was what brought us to Dallas, and it's just been a great home for our family. And then. You know, I went away for a little while for school, but ended up just this has been my home base. And the longer I've been here, I've realized how much easier it is to get connected here and how much community and culture we do have. So it's been fun for me to get a little more involved with the city with my art as well. So, I mean, Ryan and I, we both went to school. We started working and we're kind of doing similar stuff to what we But you you started working and then you flipped to being a muralist. And so I'm interested in knowing when did you realize that you had this talent? And then, you know, what was like the 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 process like of, of making that talent come to life? Yeah, so I've always known that I had some sort of art skills. Like when I was growing up with my family, if we were playing Pictionary, I would be pretty good at it, you know. And um, I was always doing weird little projects like crafts growing up. So creativity was something that was really nurtured in my family my mom was a teacher so I feel like I got a lot of growth back then but then as I got older I just um, I was very academic and I wanted to follow what I considered a very practical path Mm -hmm. which was becoming a CPA like my dad was and then um, trying to set myself up for a successful life (laughs) and some of the things I was interested in like art or psychology were just more like hobbies because I just couldn't really see a path that was practical for making a living like that. And so then, you know, I got into the whole corporate career with Ernst & Young was where I worked and just the hours that we'd work and how how devoted you have to be and um, kind of took that away from it and then, you know, did the consulting and took a lot of professional services experience away from that. But I was also just going, okay, like what's 
what's the value behind all of this? Is this really something I want to spend my life doing? So I didn't really know that art was ever going to be the solution to my career questions. I actually considered going back to school and studying psychology <laughs> and just kind of starting over. Um, but a friend just said, hey, you should probably just take a vacation. So I ended up just taking a vacation and quitting my job. <laughs> so it ended up becoming a very that long... That is a vacation. <laughs> that is a real vacation. It, it ended up becoming a very long-term indefinite sabbatical, as I called it. <laughs> and um, I just bought a one-way ticket to Hong Kong and started traveling by myself and... Wow. Spent some time kind of exploring, like, what is it that I really want to do? And it was only about four months in that I even started doing anything art-related on that trip. Um, and then just kind of developing that through my traveling and doing lots of different portraits of people or architecture or all of that. So just really exploring my creativity <laughs> and then realizing at the end of that, like, wow, I think this might be the path. And... Um, realizing that Dallas would be the place to come back to after nine months and really try to launch a new business. So, um, you know, and we can get into how that all worked out when I came back to Dallas, but that was really the origin of mm -hmm. my art story, really. Wow. I mean, that is so cool. I I'd like to go on a sabbatical right now, Sean. <laughs> I, I, can I can probably guess the first two or three places you could go, <laughs> yeah, you but could. we'll save you that could. for later. Yeah, so, so you, okay, so let's get into it. You get back to Dallas, and then how did, what was your first project? How did you get into it? My first project was working for the Common Desk. Mm -hmm. so, Which is right next to right, I actually right live door. in a building attached to it even yeah. now, so they've always been my really good friends. I worked out of there for about five years when I was doing the consulting, so I just really got to know their team, and they were close friends of mine, and I came back from my traveling and just said, can I give a presentation of what I've been up to for the past nine months and just kind of, you know, showed my website and gave out some cards to various people at the Deep Ellum location. And Nick Clark, the owner, mm -hmm. happened Nick. to be there and he goes, let's get you doing a mural. You know, just kind of like Nick is. It was very just he put a lot of trust and he just kind of went for it and so I ended up doing a mural for something called Deck the Hall Street which was a Christmas pop-up coffee shop inside Fiction Coffee so um, it was a brand new idea they'd never done it before and I just came up with a design and we went for it it was a big red wall and it got Instagrammed a ton and <laughs> I mean I just kind of went for it. I didn't have all the professional knowledge I have now. It was just one of those, like, you get the opportunity and you need to make it happen sort of thing. So, and then soon after that, I started getting more referrals and later on I met Ryan and that was still sort of at the beginning of me starting my business yeah. when I met you two yeah. years ago, really. Yeah. And as you, you know, we're, we're getting a chance to see your studio and we will have an opportunity to post some of your work so uh, our listeners can, can see it. But how would you describe, you know, your style and, and what you do? For my style, I would say I have a lot of different styles. So mm -hmm. I think one thing that 
I've noticed about myself is that I don't really like to commit to a certain style. I'm just kind of each project is its own experiment, you know, so I do a lot of abstract styles with really bright colors right now. That's kind of what I enjoy doing. But in the past, I've done a lot of watercolor portraits, just trying to capture likenesses. And then, of course, I work for clients now. So whatever their vision is, I'll sketch that out and make it happen for them. But generally, I try to keep things very positive and, and cheerful, bright colors. Man, this is really exciting, Sean. This is Deconstructing Dallas with Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back with local muralist Mari Pullman. Stick with us. It's your pal RT here, and you won't believe it, but it is back. That's right, I'm talking about the code WOWFRESH for $10 off your first order on Walmart Grocery Pickup. Download the Walmart Grocery app today, and with your first order over $50, you can save $10 on the already low prices that will help you and your family to save money and live better. My wife joined and couldn't believe the savings and loved the convenience of driving up and having someone load the groceries in the trunk for her. So if you want to add some wow to your day, punch in the code WOWFRESH today for $10 off your first order of Walmart grocery pickup. Save money. Live better. Walmart. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We are with Mari Holman. Mari, I wanted to ask about some of the projects you've done in Dallas because I know we drive by one of your projects pretty much every day. But for some of our listeners, uh, you know, what are some of the things you've done here locally? So I think the neighborhood where I've done the most work is Uptown Dallas. So a couple years ago, I got connected with Uptown and they were doing a project to revitalize the underpasses underneath the Katy Trail. So it was a placemaking project. These were just kind of random locations that no one would have ever considered before. And we ended up putting murals on them. So I worked with Anita Simmons and uh, the first concept I ever showed her was these fortune cookie slips. And one of them said, the best times of your life have yet to be lived. And I showed her that idea and she she just went for it, was very trusting, and let me do actually two of those on the Blackburn underpass under the Katy Trail. Um, and then later I ended up doing three more murals for Uptown Dallas. And then I've also done things in West Dallas, Deep Ellum. I worked with the fire station recently to do a new public mural that's 
25 feet high for them. So, um, what, do you, what are your projects in West Dallas? Because I live close. West Dallas, I have one at Sylvan 30. Mm-hmm. So it's right off of the service road to 30. And it's these three dogs that are overlooking uh, this grassy hill. So you could see that. Um, and also at uh, Sweet Pass Sculpture Park, I have a um, film projection screen that I painted an abstract border. So the projection is in the middle, so they played uh, David Byrne's True Stories for an event. Uh, That was the first film that was shown there, so. Man, that is so cool. I love that. And and so you've recently started a cool project. I followed you on Instagram, of course. And tell us your uh, your Instagram handle. My Instagram is Marpole. So it's M-A-R-P-O-H-L. If our listeners are, are on their phone right now, go check it out. You got to design uh, the car wraps for Alto recently. Tell us about that. Yeah, so Alto is a really cool ride-sharing company based in Dallas, and they approached me and asked if I wanted to do an art car for them. So they did one previously, which is Alley K, if you've seen it. So I did another one, and um, yeah, basically it's driving around town now, and it's vinyl wrapped with this very multicolor, really bright pattern. So that was a great opportunity. I've never even dreamed of being able to design a car. So when I see that it's uh, just driving around, that's amazing. That's cool. Now you've been here in Dallas for a little while and you've seen the city change. You're actually living in a neighborhood that's that's doing a lot of changing. So I'd be interested in your thoughts you know, on the city and even the art scene here and, and what, what you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I came back to Dallas for a reason. Um, I think that Dallas is an amazing city to live in right now. Obviously, it's booming for a reason. I think that we have a lot of connectedness here. I feel like if you're someone who wants to be active in in the city, you, you have lots of opportunities for that, and especially for artwork. And I think also the city is embracing public artwork and... I'm obviously happy to see that. Um, And also just with all of the companies that choose to put their headquarters here, I mean, for the arts community, if we can work together with businesses and businesses are now financing these big public art projects, I just think it's been the perfect environment for me. So that's, yeah, love hearing that. So what's next for you? What's next for me? Um, Right now, I think my next move is to the Cedars. So I'm going to be moving my studio. Um, I'm most likely gonna be joining Cedars Union. So that's a community of artists there, 16 different artists at a time that kind of set up their studios there and just kind of having a chance to work with more tools, expanding my studio practice and making Mm -hmm. more art that can be put in galleries and then also yeah working with more big brands expanding nationally and going outside of Dallas but I think that Dallas will always be a a good hub for me and also I want to work more with restaurants and other businesses to curate like an entire art plan for them which may include my work may include work of other artists that I help to curate to give more opportunities to other artists as well. One of my friends uh, is an artist that I grew up with. His name's Trenton Doyle Hancock. 
and I visited his studio in Houston uh, last year. And so sitting here in your studio kind of reminds me of that. And I'm always interested, as I was in our question, my, my time with him, in your process. Like, I know you you got a an event coming up with Nike, and you talked about you know, uh, what you're going to be doing for them. So I'm interested in how, you know, we know what the concept is going to be and to get from discussing a concept to sketching it out or whatever you may do until it's installed or displayed. Like, what is your process like? Yeah, great question. So Nike is a really good example. So in that case, uh, the client will generally reach out to me and kind of let me know, hey, we're looking for a mural piece and um, basically I'll just chat with them and kind of get to know what's the goal, what's your vision for this, what kind of art are you looking for Um, and then from there you know once we've agreed I will start sketching and um, I will show them multiple options so usually I'll show two or three options to them and they'll have a chance to chat with me about it. I'll explain to them about the designs and then they'll choose the one they want to go forward with and then I'll kind of refine it based on whatever comments they have. So it's a very custom process with each client. So that's how it worked with Nike. So I came up with a design and I'll show them the digital sketch and then once we're all good to go, then I'll actually go to paint the thing. So the painting process is kind of its own, but... um, And I I guess your digital sketch, like how does that come about? On the iPad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I usually do it on the iPad or in Photoshop. So I'll just kind of composite whatever images, maybe sketch it out on my tablet Mm -hmm. and then I'll be able to show them a mock-up before I've ever painted it of exactly what the mural is going to look like. You know, a sketch form of it. Yeah. But um, Okay, very yeah. cool. Well, that is that's really cool. And you gave us your Instagram. Where else, uh, if our listeners want to find you or if a, a business wanted to find you, where, where could they uh, go look? I think my Instagram really is the best place. It's the most up-to-date. And then from there, they can find my website, www.marpole.com which has all of my murals and my projects and also paintings that I have for sale and um, on Instagram I'll be advertising if I have any art shows coming up things like that we got these really cool uh, Marpole pins and stickers too so we're, we're really on the come up here with Deconstructing Dallas that's right that's right well Mari thank you so much for coming on today that was really fun alright we'll be right back after this break Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble, 
Uh, man, fired up about art after that conversation with Mari. Come on, give me some more murals, baby. I think, you know, it, it's almost like doing like an Easter. This is like the third Easter egg um, reference, but like an Easter egg hunt where we can go and find some of these murals that she's done around town. And I'm going to post a couple on social media as well before and after the interview. So, um, it, you know, it was fun. Uh, yeah, I'm keeping my eye out for the, the uh, car, the Alto car. I've seen a couple of just the plain white Alto, you know, the Buick. Yes. Enclaves or whatever they are, but uh, keeping my eye out for the one that she designed for sure. So, um, big thanks to Mari. She was a great host. Um, thank you for offering the Girl Scout cookies and the, <laughs> the lemon water. It was chilled. It was perfect. Such a cool setup. She's got her studio. She's got her your, her apartment. So, uh, you know, she's doing it, man. She's doing it. Well, that's exciting. We've got an exciting weekend uh, Saturday um, helping out the uh, Desiree Dillon, Brad Cheeves, and our friends over at uh, SMU. Uh, they're hosting some some uh, local elected officials for the game. Uh, it's it's a fun event. We do it about once a year. And so... Um, Who are the ponies playing? Ponies are taking on the ranked Houston Cougars. So going to be a tough matchup at Moody. Um, you know, the, the ponies have had some some strong wins and then they've, they've tripped up a couple times on the road, but uh, you know, there's some magic in that old barn. This will be my first game of the year. Usually I've already gone to two or three by yeah. now. Yeah, well, um, well, heck, maybe you should go tomorrow night, Sean. UConn, tomorrow UConn night. UConn is tomorrow night. Yes, who's never won at Moody, so Gotta let's keep, keep the streak keep going. The streak keep alive, the streak. ponies. So I don't know. I don't know if I've seen SMU lose. I feel like every game I've gone to, they've won. Did you hear that, Coach Jank? Invite <laughs> Sean Williams. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, sometimes the streaks streaks just work out like that. That's right. You and Peruna need to be on the sidelines. I think. Well, I'm looking forward to to the game. I'm looking forward to uh, working with our friends at SMU. It's always a great event. Always a great. Um, a great time and you never know who you're going to find there that's you know, right you, might, you never know so that that's something that I'm yeah. looking forward well, to pony up indeed alright well we are done for this show and we are very thankful that Mari Pullman joined us uh, we're looking forward to seeing more of her work uh, we want to thank our bosses here at Allen Media we want to thank Jennifer Pascal. we want to thank Mary Woodley we'd like to thank you our listeners for tuning in we have got one real true request our biggest request is is subscribe to this podcast regardless of your podcasting platform of choice we know it's something that you can subscribe to so that when we post a new episode it will automatically pop up when you open up your podcasting platform so please do subscribe uh you know give us five stars leave us a review it'll be great but more than anything you can subscribe and you can tell a friend about us because what we're trying to do is grow our numbers make sure that more people listen this week than did last time and so uh please let us know uh so we want you to follow us on social media as well i am sean at sean p williams on twitter he is r tremble 15 on twitter let us know what's up uh you know Give us a shout, give us a suggestion. If you have a suggestion on a guest, you can let us know. Our next guest that we are expecting to speak with is Jason Whiteley. Uh, why not do that as we've got the Texas primaries coming up? So who better to chat with than Jason Whiteley, host of Inside Texas Politics. So stay tuned for that. So for Ryan Trumbull, I am Sean Williams. This is Deconstructing Dallas.